coincidentally, these things were had to happen before this podcast was scheduled for today. <laughs> and cheers. Mm-hmm. Get started now so we feel a little bit better about everything. Why not? Oh, just ugh. how did you always sip that? I had a the crazy lady across the street is outside. I love it. I hope she hears this podcast. Know that we have talked about her. I know um, she can hear it if she stands outside the front door. We're loud enough. That's valid. Um, did, what, who, did you see that black car that was sitting out front whenever I got here? Yes. What was that? It's still there. Is it? Is it really? Yes. It's this... his girlfriend. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Crazy. Yes, I love it. How wild. Wild and out. Someone was sitting in the car and I was like, hello. Yeah. Greetings. Well. Anyways. They uh, come here, mm-hmm. and then they sit in the car. Okay. Interesting. Anyways. And they do this. Oh, uh, that's fun. But they're driving. Oh. If the car is on. It's not. Anyways. Um, so I was late because I went to go to Home Depot. The classic Home Depot. Um, Depot, if Depot. you will. Depot. Yes. Home Depot, if you will. Um, and we, we spent a lot of time in traffic, driving with the pinkies out. Just... Well, um, while I appreciate the story, um, it doesn't uh, excuse the fact that you were late. Nothing really does. And I think that you should be ashamed. I always am. But normally for other things. But I can be ashamed about this too. <laughs> Sip slowly. Judgingly. I feel like that that hand is just about to shoot like a laser beam out of it to me. It's uh, Kamehameha. Yeah, that's kind of what it's looking like. Anyways, um, so we went there because, uh, of course, me and Savannah procrastinated uh, everything for this party. Um, we went and got a pool vacuum to vacuum the pool water before people get in it tomorrow. Um, oh. And we also got uh, patio furniture. Well, look at that. And let me tell you, patio furniture is not cheap. It's not cheap. Is it expensive? It is expensive. Expensive. Is it not cheap? It's not cheap. How much is it? Um, it's expensive. When I ask some people that, mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Is it one hundred? And I'm like, "You have no, <laughs> no permanence concept. of value. No concept." Um, yeah. And I had promised Savannah whenever we first moved in, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna buy you furniture for the pool." And I thought this was gonna happen in like March or April when we first moved into the house uh but it did not happen um until now which apparently is not patio season apparently patio season starts like in the spring february yeah probably um and so they were like yeah we don't have any of these styles anymore at all so the styles that we like it was like this really nice set it was like a love seat and then two like side seats and like ottomans and then like a little coffee table that went with it it was like nine hundred dollars i think uh, for that whole set, which I thought was adorable. And it came in a really pretty color. And I was like, give me that one. And he was like, uh, that one is no longer in any stores. And you also cannot order it online anymore at all. And they were not beginning anymore. So you cannot do that. And I was like, all right. And then the, the seat, the, the set that we were sitting in, he was like, but this set is normally $800. And I will give it to you 50% off because it's a display. And I'm trying to get rid of it. And we were like, we don't like it. We don't want it. Um, so then we kept on looking through all the ones that they had and trying to find what, you know, other Home Depots had. We spent a lot of time at Home Depot, uh, and finally we ended up buying the set that he, 
offered to us for 50% off. So you've bought something that you don't like. Uh, it's not and it's we, permanent. It's not that we don't like it. It's that we um, are not in love with the with it where we want it to go. Because we want a love seat, a rectangular coffee table, and then the two like ottoman situation for the sunroom. No, for the for outdoors, outdoor patio. Out of doors. Out of doors. So you know you you've been out by the pool, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like the you walk through the little like kitty gate thing that is preventing the dog from drowning in the pool, um, and. Then there's like that weird curve that goes towards like on that side, and then it goes the lagoon. Yeah, so we put that's where we want to put that. Oh wait, no, the lanai. The lanai, yes. Uh, So we end up buying this because we're like, you know, what we can do is just take this set and move it over to where the grill is at. uh, Once we have uh, bought the new furniture, so we've got a plan for it. We're still going to use it, and we still like it for where it needs to go, but it is not where. It is not the furniture that we want for where it's going for the party tomorrow. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You've said a lot yeah. in the past five minutes, and I have to tell you. Um, I wasn't listening. I don't know what you said. <laughs> I have no idea. No earthly idea. I wasn't listening. I was paying attention to everything else that was happening. Well, there was a bird outside, and I was looking at the bird. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was really... I mean, it was an average-looking bird. but Well, I we have windows on three and a half sides of us. So. We are... Uh, recording in a different location today we're not in the dining room we're not in the dining room uh it was the podcast with the microphone in the sunroom mm-hmm. should Is i this call this clue? the conservatory conservatory the conserv mm. so a conservatory is not a study no or is it mm. could be an office hey google what is a conservatory Oh, well, just everyone talk then. A room with glass roof and walls attached to a house at one side and used as a greenhouse or a sun parlor. Ah. It does not have a glass roof. I don't care. (laughs) It's a conservatory, boo. Oh, all right. Um, So the conservatory, the rumpus room, the kitchen, dining. Stop, Google. Hey, Google, stop. (laughs) Thank you. Talking in the background. Good night. Good night. Sleep well. The conservatory, uh-huh. the rumpus room, uh-huh. the kitchen, uh-huh. dining room, living room, and you the office call that needs the a new formal name. Formal dining room. Study. Study. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, we don't have an informal dining room, so I can't. This. The conservatory is also the dining room. You could eat the conservatory, the rumpus room, the informal dining room, breakfast, breakfast, no, <laughs> the breakfast island. Yes. <laughs> kitchen. And then you have the the formal dining room. This can this little section can be the informal dining room inside of the conservatory. Informal dining room, conservatory. <laughs> yes. You are making up a lot of rooms. Also, if anyone ever comes to measure your room, you have to be like, okay, this square right here. <laughs> I put tape on the ground so you know which room you're in. Are you going to be putting up walls? No. 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 Uh, no. <laughs> I just feel like everyone when they enter a different room. They can feel it. They can feel you know? just the differences. This right so now, just, you're in the. I'm use, in both. Yeah, use your um your judgment and your like how your heart feels. Yeah, like about half, what room you're in. Half, of, but like, they need to be exact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like half of this window and half of that window are part of the informal dining room, but then the other half is not. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting in both rooms right now. Lounge. Mm-hmm. Informal dining room. <laughs> Conservatory. Foyer. The air. <laughs> <laughs> just where the mat is the that foyer. is the foyer <laughs> this is getting complicated well i'm just i have a lot of rooms uh-huh. so 
Yeah, there's so many rooms. <laughs> How many rooms in this house do you have? Uh, 17. <laughs> Where? Where? <laughs> Here, let me show let you. Let me show you. Here, you're in the lounge. Here, you're in the informal dining room. Here, you're in the conservatory. Now, you're in the foyer. Rumpus room. Den. Den. <laughs> uh, family room. <laughs> then the breakfast the nook. The breakfast nook. But also... Uh, the, the bar, sitting room. The bar. The, the bar. bar. The bar. And then the kitchen. Uh-huh. Uh, Actually, no, that can be the bar. Like in the little back corner over there. Oh, okay. The bar, bar. The bar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then, of course, the dining room. Formal mm-hmm. dining room. Um, and then half of the formal dining room is also uh, the parlor. <laughs> the wine room. The wine room. Mm-hmm. And then the, winery. the living room, parlor, mm-hmm. uh what else? There's hallway and another foyer. No, that's an entryway. Mm-hmm. Well, there's... Those are specifically designed as... The hall is with the staircase. And mm-hmm. then the stairs are the stairs, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that front area is also the entrance. Mm-hmm. The entryway. Entryway. What, mm-hmm. what are they called? Um, um, breezeway. Do br- you ever hear, hear about a breezeway? Yeah, but breezeway is different. A breezeway is like a hall between two buildings where it's just covered over top. And the air can breeze through. It's a breeze. It's a breezeway. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't tell me what my rooms are okay. supposed to be. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, we bought furniture for $400 today, which was very... What? I don't know. You just looked that way very quickly. I'm just looking around. Okay. Um, it was me. That was me. <laughs> it was my wooden leg. <laughs> Uh, peg legs are back. You should definitely look at Peggy. Listen to this. <laughs> Anyways, that's what my, my wood, wa- wood wooden wag would sound like. Wooden wag. We're hunting wabbits. Wanting wabbits. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite breed of rabbit? Do they come in breeds? Probably. Black and white <laughs> and gray. Uh, white tail and those deer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a 4-H at my high school. In the high school. Uh, elementary school. And it was wabbits. There were a lot of wabbits. Wabbits and chicks. Um, I knew a lot of my friends that showed uh, animals, um, and I knew none of it. But let me tell you, I should have known at a very young age that I wanted to do something with plants because the horticulture part was wildly fascinating to me. I was like, oh my god, plants! This was also at a time that they were still looking um, at what's what's the um, What's the um, hydroponics? They were looking like researching hydro- hydroponics still like the late nineties, and I was like, "Oh, bitch! You can water, you can grow plants without putting them in any soil. What is this sh- sh- bullshit?" Mickey Mouse nonsense. Oh, absolutely! I was just like spooked. I was gooped. I was gagged. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Mm. You know, um, I kill plants. Yeah. All of them. Uh, every single one. I'm surprised the lawn doesn't die. Um, do you water Ken! that normally? Ken! Oh do you water that normally? No. Mm. I've never watered it. Oh. Actually, I have watered it one time. We get enough rain here sometimes that you don't really have to water. But, um, guess what? I'm going to talk about gardening since you brought it up. Since you brought it up. Um, my avocado tree is coming back. To life. Did after, it die? I thought it did. After months of uh, me babying it, trying to get it to, to do something, it lost all its leaves, and it was like, I'm out. And then it, like, uh, like almost all of its leaves. And now all of a sudden I came back from Cabo, and it's like, no, I'm good, bitch. 
Because it doesn't like you. Yeah. So like, when you le- left, it was like, thank God. Thank God he's gone. I didn't have to hear that no, I just like, screaming all night. I think it had root rot whenever I got it. And so I treated it and treated it and treated it. Because root rot is very difficult to get rid of. Uh, and it was an expensive plant. It was very expensive. It was $70 to buy that plant. Anyways, uh, I treated it a lot. Uh, and I also dried it the heck out, which probably also exacerbated it losing its leaves. But now... It's growing back. She's thriving. She's thriving. She's 69-ing. Oh, oh. 34 plus 35. Oh, 34 plus 35. I don't know. I've never heard it either. I, I've heard it, but I just, I don't, I don't, I haven't. Twitter was like, hey, Ariana Grande has a new album. I was like, cool. Who? <laughs> you mean Ariel? Who? From Who? The Little Mermaid? Is she singing again? I didn't know I she thought she sang. lost her I voice. She rapped her. <laughs> Ariana Grande, isn't she that famous painter? She, oh, yeah, she's the, the one that got his ear ripped off, right? Yeah. Chopped off his own ear? She's the one that turned into a man and then got his ear ripped off and then turned back into a lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, go. <laughs> go. Hey, man, go. Go. Mango? That's Mangoes! <laughs> yes. This stupidity is brought to you by what? Welcome. Not a not an ad. Just a just a fact. Not an ad. Just (laughs) stupid, Uh, but true. Truthishly, yeah. I watched a person peel a mango in an interesting way today, and I'm not going to elaborate. Anyways, okay. I have a question about that because you brought it up and this is something that has been on. Have I brought it up? You brought up. Oh, just now. Mango, just now. Um, you brought it up. Uh, do you ever see people advertising mangoes where they, like, have it inside out and, like, cut in, like... That's the way my mom does it. How? 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 I cannot wrap my mind around how it happens. You do it like an avocado. I mean, you cut it in half, and then you score it, and then you just flip it. How do you get it off of the the, the seed? You cut... So you cut twice. You cut around the seed once... So the seed stays, like, in the middle. Uh-huh. You cut on the side. It's fully, like, the pit and some of the flesh and the peel. Mm-hmm. So you just have two halves and then the middle piece. How do you get... Do you cut through the seed? No. <laughs> I don't have a mango here to show you. A mango is ball-shaped, right? Uh-huh. We'll say this is it. Okay. So you cut here... And then you cut here. So there's three pieces. So you cut out this, the seed? Yes. So then there's still flesh that's like a circular... Around the seed, yeah. Oh, okay. But this guy, I guess I am going to elaborate because yes, I Yeah, so... I will not give you any more details, but I will. <laughs> go, girl. Give her nothing. Give her so... nothing. But I'm still going to give her everything. So you, you flip it. So it's horizontal. Mm-hmm. Ra- run the ru- knife all the way around. Like the where you're running around the, the, the pit. The large part of the pit. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And then you twist it, take one side off, eat the, the pit part, and then you bite onto the pit and rip off the other part. And so then it's just the pit by itself. Then you throw it. Throw it. Well, he threw it in the video. And then you get a spoon and eat it like a bowl. Oh, what? Uh... You, I need to show you. I feel like you, you need to know. How do you eat your kiwis? Do you just bite into them? 
No, but you can't eat the skin. You can, and it scares me and also grosses me out when I think about people eating the skin. Because it's furry. It's furry! Yeah. How do you deal with the texture? I don't. I, I don't. I don't deal with the texture, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah, I can't figure that out. Uh, but the way that I eat my kiwi is I cut them in half and I cut it like I use a spoon. I eat them like a little little tiny little tiny kiwi bowl. It's this cute. is how my boyfriend peels his mangoes. We don't need the sound. We don't we don't need the sound. I just need the video. It's the, so that's the boyfriend who peels the mango. There's the mango. See the mango? That do you is see a that? Very pretty mango though. So then you do that. And I was afraid he was gonna cut his hand. I thought I cut my avocados. Well I don't throw it like that, but And then watch. Twist. That's also how I cut my avocados. And then you eat the mango part. You know, parts off the the seed. And then you take it, twist it. Take it? Eat the other part. I hate her. I hate her. I don't like her either. I don't like her at all. She's just a basic white woman. She's from Maryland. She's from Maryland. And then you eat it with a spoon. Oh, that is a very soft mango. He That's a crazy. Very ripe mango. That I don't crazy. think he picked it. Yeah, he, he, I feel like he doesn't pick fruit. No, he's a fruit. <gasps> Does she know? Does she know? Girl, how my boyfriend is he? Is he your boyfriend? Girl, you what sure? did that girl just say? Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> I don't strut. <laughs> I slay. I slay. Hey. Um, recent Gallup polls showed that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Big Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated, and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. Whoa. Oh, is this a solo? It is, a little bit. I wanted it to be like the THQ noise or THX. Whoa. Love it. I hope that all of our listeners listening in their car right now are like, oh, fuck, <laughs> tearing down that small. I know, he is. Yeah. He's like, he's like oh, shut geez, those, shut those, those cigarette, cigarette emojis up. <laughs> cigarette emojis. Hey, sis. Hey, um, Hi, gay. Hi, gay. Aw. Meg's daughter is so hilarious. Yes. Have a problem. She, Pride Month. Pride Month. Pride Month. Mm, yes. Uh, you know what else I love? What? That uh, Loki just ended. 
I don't it's know what that is. I don't, yeah. Just don't uh, talk about it. Just don't talk about it. Just don't talk about it. Just talk to just me don't talk about and you've watched it because I'm very excited about it. Anyway, uh, we've got a podcast. we got to do things. Let's do it. people are, are coming. Um, oh, uh, who went first last week? Me? Do you want me to go first? I think so. All right. All right. Uh, well, so I was doing some uh, light research today, uh, and I was dabbling. And I was like, ooh, what has happened? Are you dabbling or babbling? Because right now you're babbling. I'm babbling. Um, And I was dabbling in some things that were like, hmm, what were some Houston murders? Besides some of the crazy shit we got. I got onto one that was uh, Robert Durst. Have we done that? No, but I know his brother, uh, famously known as Limp Biscuit. Is it, wait, truly? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I just know his name is Fred Durst. Oh, Um, yeah, Robert Durst. uh, Durst is a very... um, Common. Common. Surname. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx, the only Every time somebody I know does that, they're like, Jinx, you broke, you owe me a Coke. Uh, I'm I like, you can't drink news. pop. What? The thing's not looking. <sighs> <laughs> but, with the, since we're close to each other, it should sound okay. Yeager. <laughs> should we go back? <laughs> what does it sound like? We talked about... It's so tough. Well, anyways, sorry about that. <laughs> if anything sounds different, um, it was nothing. You it was hear. because I was trying to cut Chris out of the podcast again. Yeah, it um, really truly was. But he was like, no, wait, wait nobody can hear me. <laughs> and I was like, shut your fucking oh mouth, you fucking moron. Well, I'm going to talk to you today... <laughs> I'm going to talk about something. Something famous. But before we do that, should we uh, cheers to that? <laughs> to you talking about something famous? Sure, sure, why not? What should we cheers to? We should cheers to... Britney Spears saying that she needs a new lawyer. Oh, well, no, she she wants to sue her father. Yes. Yes. But she was allowed to have a new lawyer. Yes. Get him. Tell them, girl. Tell give, them. Give them everything, everything, girl. Give the fans everything that they want because they will burn down... Uh, uh, knowing Britney Spears fans and stands, uh, they will burn down whatever they need to burn down to make things happen. Free Britney is all that. Oh, all that I'm hashtag saying. Hashtag free Britney, absolutely. Mm. And then I can't do that anymore because mm. I have to watch people. I have to watch small things. Yeah. Whilst what you burning things down? No. Oh, that's okay. Um, tell me about your topic again. What Absolutely. Fred so my Durst. Topic, no, I was going to do Robert Durst, uh, but as I was looking through uh, his information, there was. Um, I just want you to know whatever your topic is, I'm going to picture Limp Biscuit doing it. Okay. Uh, well, it's a woman this time, so still. Okay. I don't care. Uh, I'm actually going to be talking about the stiletto murder. I was going to do that one. Were you really? Yeah, last week. Oh, you would. I'm doing it now, so too late. What did um, I do last week? Because it was. There was that one, and then uh, uh, the cheerleader murders. They were both on the same page. Oh, good. We were looking at the same website. We were looking on the same website. It was like 12, 12 of the weirdest like murders in Houston or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the same website. Andrea Yates was on there. Yeah. That uh, astronaut. Did you do the astronaut, or did I? The one that was wearing diapers so that she could spy on her husband. I think you did that. It was crazy. Did we do it already? Yeah. I don't remember that. Honestly, we're going to get I to the point. You. We, we've, we, we have researched a uh, hundred and something topics, 112, 113 topics. So I feel like we're going to hit points where we repeat ourselves. Um, 
I'm running out of things that I really like. So just talk about the Sauter family. <laughs> I don't want to do the podcast. Anymore. Or you can talk this about is the uh, last episode. What was his name? John George George John Hay or whatever his name was. George John Hay. No. Hey, his last name was Hay. Yeah, Hay. Anyways. Because well, um, you did it. Yes. And then I did it. Yes. And then it didn't. I didn't realize it until like very end and I was like, this all sounds familiar. <laughs> and then I was like, no. No, it's not. And I was like, yes, it does. And, and he kept on going like, and I was like, this does sound familiar. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It, it definitely does. No. And, and then I was, I was right. No, you weren't. Anyways, so um, I didn't get to do a whole lot of research on her because there isn't like a Wikipedia article for me to just completely rip off of. So instead, I'm going to rip off of Texas Monthly. They wrote me a nice article that's written in a story format. So we're going to tell a story here you today, ladies. You have to ladies. Uh, credit the author. The please. author is uh, Al Reinert. Hey, Al. Thanks for everything thanks you're doing. Thanks for everything. Uh, Dear Al, thanks for everything. Or, no, yeah. Uh, to Al... My, thanks for everything, my Julie love, Newmar. My muse. <laughs> Have you never seen Two Wong Yes, Kuhn? I've thanks seen it. for everything, Julie. Yes. I've yeah. watched it actually several times. To, I like that movie. To Al, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. What is the, the Two Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar? Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, yeah. Maybe. Thanks, Al. Anyway. Thanks, Al. Anyways. Um, Patrick Swayze. In, a, in, a, in drag. Wesley Snipes. In drag. I thought it was Bob the Drag Queen. It, it was. Bob the Drag Queen traveled back in time and... Starred in that movie. Starred in that movie and then came back and won RuPaul's Drag Race season 8. And you know what she's doing next? Not drag. Curing leukemia. She's going to become Dr. Dr. Reverend Bob the Drag Queen. Dr. Reverend Bob the Drag Queen. Or Bob the Dr. Reverend Drag Queen. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bob the Queen Doctor and Reverend. <laughs> oh no. Bob the Carpenter. <laughs> um, so, one morning in June of 2013, Houston Defense Attorney Jack Carroll arrived preoccupied at Harris County's 338th district criminal court he had never appeared before the court's presiding judge brock thomas and he needed to ask for continuance as he waited for his client to be brought in he ignored the disheveled woman in jail orange waving frantically at him trying to get his attention the woman was anna lilia trujillo who was on her way to becoming the most notorious accused murder Houston had produced in years. She had been arrested for killing her boyfriend, Alf Stefan Anderson, less than 24 hours earlier, and already it was nationwide news. She had stabbed Anderson with a steak knife. It would have been unremarkable, a commonplace if terrible act of domestic violence, but instead she had stabbed him, uh, if she had stabbed him, sorry, I said, if she had stabbed him, uh, with a steak knife. It would have just been a, a terrible act of domestic violence. But instead, she had stabbed him with her five-and-a-half-inch stiletto heel. The legal sharks of Houston's criminal defense corps, who, like nothing better than the kind of attention the case was receiving, sent emissaries to tout their skills to Trujillo. She already knew who she wanted, though. In the 90s, Trujillo had frequented the same downtown bars that Jack had frequented. Uh, back before downtown Houston was trendy, Back when the bars in the area were for serious drinkers. Jack in those years... Is downtown Houston trendy? Uh, it's not still. Uh, I would argue. 
a little bit. When have uh, you ever hung out downtown? I've gone down there several times. I'm a lady of leisure. <laughs> I don't know what that Is means. Is this your your uh, car monologue again? <laughs> I was driving down the traffic. <laughs> I'm a lady of leisure. Every Tuesday and Wednesday for brunch, I head downtown. I head for the downtownery. <laughs> I go with no one, and I make friends when I get there. There were actually apparently lots of gay bars downtown back in like the 70s and 80s, and they were like printed on like a little little map, and it was like a secret map apparently. Um, I'd love to find that picture again, but I found it on Facebook that was like little stars and it'd be like, you know, ask for so-and-so at this bar and like little secret things. And I was like, oh, that's some gay Speakeasies? Yeah. Well, it wasn't entirely speakeasies. I'm going to assume like, it is. Uh, it was, it was more of like a, like this bartender like is one of, she, they're a friend of, of Judy. Um, I know that one. Yeah. You know that one? Uh-huh. What, what's a, uh, do you know Mary? Uh, that one's also a good one. Uh, so they, they knew Mary. They knew Mary. 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 Um, so there was apparently some downtown. So it was a place of leisure. It was trend. It, it, well, it was a place of leisure, a place for serious drinkers back then. But now it's a place of, of leisure and trendiness, apparently. Um, who knows? Hmm. Anyways, um, Jack in those years was a heavy drinker who came to know many prospective clients in the process, and he represented them well enough to earn street cred as a tough defense lawyer, which is how Trujillo remembered him. Two weeks after her arrest, the stiletto heel murder was still reverberating on cable news, and Jack's mother in Miami learned about it that way. She called her son to see whether he knew any juicy details. That same day, he took the case. You dumb bitch. Hmm. Um, I should mention here that Jack Carroll is my brother-in-law. Uh, interesting. This is the artist, oh. or not the artist, the writer talking to us, I guess. Uh, the person that painted the picture. That painted with the words. picture with words. His beautiful tapestry of just elegant diction. Rhythmical elocution. Ooh, yes. Uh, his twin sister, the actress Lisa Hart Carroll. I don't, I don't know her. That's a drag queen. Is it? Lisa Hart Carroll. Oh. oh, no. They're lesbians. Lisa Lesbian? Hart Carroll. There's several of them. Lisa loves Carroll. Oh. Nobody loves a woman named Carroll. Poor things. Yeah. I've met several Carols. They're all single. <laughs> uh, Mirna? Mirna? Mirna. Is that a, a band? A woman's name. Oh. M-Y-R-N-A. Miriam. Ooh. But like... M I R I A M. You didn't get my joke earlier. What? what? Where I said it's my name, Spencer, but it starts with a C. <laughs> when did you say that? After I sent something, but it's C P E N C E R. Because <laughs> Thomas was like, because uh, we were talking about um, some uh, reporter in Houston who just got married or something, uh, and they're 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 you know. They're gay. They're gay. A and boy. Bo- yeah. Uh-huh. A man. And they're both named Stephen. Oh boy. <laughs> and I said, "What if we had the same name?" And he said, "What if my Wait, name was Spencer?" Wait, Stephen. And- is it this one? Hold on. Let me look. I follow a hot reporter. From is he hot? Ah, uh, yeah. Stephen Ramo. Yeah. This one. Mm-hmm. He got married. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. He's gay. He. Well, I knew he was gay. That's why I follow him on on uh, the Twitter sphere. So Thomas, how interesting. Thomas was like, "What if we were both?" Or I said, "What if we both have the same name?" He said, "If we were both Spencer, but my name was spelled with an S instead of a C." And so I was like, "C P E N C E R." 
instead of the second C. <laughs> just because it says S-T-E-V-E-N, and this is S-T-E-P-H-E-N. S-T-E-P-H-E-N is the fancy Stephen, I feel like. And when I was a child, a young child, in grade school, and I wanted a more common name because Spencer was too uncommon, and I wanted names like other people, I thought that I would change my name to Stephen. Interesting. But S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Oh, you're going to be fancy with that. Um, I knew this man was gay, but I didn't know that he was dating the other Stephen that is on the same network as him. You're following them both? I'm not following the other one. Uh, Follow him now. Hmm. No. No. I might, actually. He's just a basic white gay. (laughs) He's just a basic white gay. I'll follow him. I resemble that. (laughs) <laughs> you are a basic white gay. Am I basic? Do you think I'm basic? As you're holding a white claw with your pinky out. And the pinky and forefinger. <laughs> I yes. only hold it with my middle finger and my the thumb. The answer is yes. Oh, that's kind of cute. Well, good for them. What's the most basic thing that you do? That I do? Um, a basic dr- gay thing? You're a gardener. I feel like that's a super Plant basic gay. gay. Plant mm-hmm. gay, yeah. That, that's a good one. Um, basic gay thing... Um, have a boyfriend. Sex, gay sex. Um, oh wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you mean like basic? Like oh, you're basic. Oh, basic. Oh, I I didn't mean. I thought you meant like gay necessities. Um, uh, ooh. Um, I want a jeep. You have a jeep, so that's pretty basic of you. Do you think um, that's a basic gay thing? Absolutely. Heck Thomas yes. says that it's lesbian thing. It could be, yeah. But also, I think it's just gays because they're like, look, I drive a manly car, but I'm not. <laughs> See, what I like about mm-hmm. it, and why I always wanted one, because it's very, it, it is, it puts off an air of masculine, but it's still a convertible mama. <laughs> that's true. It's a Miata. You can drive the top down and be this like, this is mm, the muscle Miata. It really is. It really is. Uh, I feel like Jeeps Jeeps and taking the top down is just so much like... It's a process, let me tell you. I know it's a process, but like all at the same time, it's just like a... like It, it feel like the, it's like a convertible driving down Malib- Malibu roads. Like, look yeah. look at me, but here in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I'm wearing a tank top um, and short shorts. Oh, yeah. And Katy Perry. Yeah. And, and uh, you can take it to any of the beaches down in uh, 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 the Gulf of Mexico, and they're going to be like, hell yeah, brother. And you're hell yeah, like, brother. Hey, queen. <laughs> and I have pink sunglasses. Uh-huh. And, and a say, scar- head scarf. And I stop at a stop sign. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do have a head scarf. Uh-huh. I love that. Protect the modesty of my hair and then tank top and short shorts. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I stop at a stop sign and somebody else pulls up and I look over and the song changes and it's I want to dance with somebody and then I speed off and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is my visual. fantasy. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty basic gay thing to do. That's typically why people why gays buy jeeps. Yeah. I would say everyone has that fantasy. Yeah. Mm. Every gay person has that fantasy. I will not Even lie. the lesbians. Uh, I am very into that fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great, right? That actually is why I want to get my Jeep now. I want to uh, proceed with that even stronger. Same know? thing. Same mm-hmm. idea, except mm-hmm. it pulls up uh-huh. next to me. Low rider. Uh-huh. Uh, for, for gentlemen, it's a, it's a convertible low rider. Uh-huh. And they all have neck tattoos, and they're all bald. Mm-hmm. And they look over at me, and then I look over them, and I say... Hey, queen. And, and then, then they look at me and they say, 
Hey, sis. Yeah, and they're like, ooh, yes, yeah. bitch, working your G. You better do it, you bitch. Mm. Yeah. That. Yeah. And then one of them puts on a wig and all of a sudden makeup and they're like, yeah. Well, they were wearing the makeup the whole time. They pull a mask off. Oh, yeah. Then just, the wig yeah. goes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I do. I do Ta-da! like that. <laughs> I do like that a lot. Um. Anyways, we got off topic. We were talking about weddings and, and weird things. This is a shit show of a podcast. It, it, it really is. I love it. Oh, hello. Please don't look at the window and get shit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a shit my pants. I don't know. Like, my body froze up so hard. And, like, I normally have a pretty good fight or flight reflex. Uh, and that was, I had neither at that point. I just, like, was not moving. I was not doing a damn thing. I was just like, there's a human staring at this window. What if he, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You were going to be murdered. I was going to be murdered. Murdered. Yes, anyways, uh, so this writer's twin sister, the actress Lisa Hart Carroll, um, no, his, the Jack Carroll, the lawyer, uh, his twin sister, the uh, actress Lisa Hart Carroll, had been my wife for 25 years, so. He was married to the same person, and it was his brother-in-law? Brother-in-law, yeah. His brother, he married his brother-in-law's wife. The writer is married to Jack Carroll's twin sister. So he is Jack Carroll's brother-in-law. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've known Jack since the 80s before he became a lawyer. He was an oil and gas headhunter when I met him, uh, poaching geologists and oil traders from and uh, from and for prominent companies and was very successful. He drove a Jaguar and golfed for large bets with uh, major league baseball Hall of Famers, several of whom showed up for his wedding in 2005, by which time he'd put heavy drinking behind him. The headhunting job helped pay for law school and prepared him for the career he really wanted. After graduating from South College, Texas, what South Texas College of Law in 1990, he took on court-appointed indignant. No. <laughs> what word is this? In <laughs> what is it? Let me see. <laughs> I'm stupid. Uh. Yeah, sorry. Uh. Let me see if I can select it. I can. <laughs> indigent. In indigent. I haven't heard that word. <laughs> I'm a very well-read person. Indigent client. So it was it it belonged to him for a long time. Okay. He must have him on retainer or something. I am let me really... look that up because I'm not exactly sure. Okay, cool. Well, I don't know anything about words because I am not a well well-read person. Well wed. Well wed. No, I was totally wrong. Poor or needy. Oh, okay. Indigent. Indigent. Uh, well, that makes in uh, indigenous people sound really bad, and yeah, I don't like that, that term now. I don't like now. that term either. Um, mostly drug offenders and drunk drivers, while also practicing corporate law to help pay the bills. Jack discovered that he was a, uh, adept in the courtroom. He I guess was, nobody actually, I mean, indigenous people don't like the term indigenous anyway. Mm-mm. They like first people. First, first people or first nations. Um he was tall and lanky and good looking he could think on his feet and the juries liked him because he wasn't afraid of going to trial he soon found himself taking tougher tougher cases defending accused drug dealers and the occasional accused murderer he once defended a man charged with killing a policeman in a courtroom filled with the officers in uniform and managed to get the case dismissed he made a nice living but jack still called himself a ham and egg lawyer 
His wife worked as a registered nurse. His office was a walk up above the bail uh, bondsman near the criminal courts building. He, he'd never had a big, splashy case, the kind that propels trial lawyers into high-rise office suite until Trujillo asked him to defend her. She had no money to pay his fees, but TV producers soon began calling and offering to buy the rights for her story, all promising primetime attention. As the trial drew near and reporters kept circling, Jack would ask me whether he should trust them. I could tell he was excited by the fuss, but also resented the pressure that came with it. The morning, I'm sorry, the mounting concern that uh, this one trial might define his career. He spent more and more time, unpaid time, preparing for it, studying the case file, interviewing potential witnesses, pondering the killing. He became convinced, truly convinced, that Anna Trujillo was innocent. Uh, Anderson, the stiletto heel victim, was a Swedish-born biochemist who became uh, who came to America in 1986 and became a U.S. citizen ten years later. He was a 59-year-old and, save for a brief marriage in his 30s, a lifelong bachelor. Since he was a nine, he'd been visiting a uh, research professor at the University of Houston, where he considered an ex- uh, was he had been a visiting research professor at the University of Houston, where it's funny how one word can change the entire meaning of a sentence. Um, <laughs> so yes. weird. Uh, where he was considered an expert in, of all things, female hormones. Uh, yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, you bet. Mm. Ooh, get him. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, at trial, Anderson would... Uh, she was just fake we're not that toxic masculinity is just not we can't us. even fake it no we're like shut up you fucking cigarette, cigarette emoji they just look at us like do you, okay i would like to say if someone looked at us and said do straight people act like this and i have to say yes, yes they absolutely they do. 100 do. i've seen plenty of the trash tv and they absolutely act like that so don't even give me any flack for not being straight enough because that's exactly how straight people act honestly some straight people act more gay than i do Let's talk about that, okay? Yeah. Where like There's plenty on... of TikToks where it's like how we greet the boys, and then it's just like twerking, and then they make out. They're like slapping each other's butts and grabbing each other's dicks and stuff, and, and I'm like, like, stop, because... I like this. <laughs> stop. Stop it. Just stop. Just stop. stop. It'd be better if but you just stopped. Don't. But like, stop. Keep recording it. Yeah. I would like to keep seeing this, please. But also, stop. But... Wink. <laughs> and can you like feel it can, how do you can you put emotion into can it you do like oh my god sometimes i see like little soccer quotes this is way off topic uh, soccer quotes soccer uh highlights and like sometimes they like will grab like someone's butt and like linger a little bit and i'm like yes that's exactly right um yeah i i uh, uh, you know yeah. um so you know at trial anderson would be portrayed as a unfailingly gracious and mild-mannered and a passive and solitary solitary man with no close friends or notable interests outside of his work which he found stressful he took antidepressants as well as beta blockers for heart disease he was also a uh, prodigious alcoholic that's not a way to describe an alcoholic prodigious like he was meant to be it. he needed to be an alcoholic he was meant to be an alcoholic yeah i don't know the 
That's not a good word choice. Anyway, the university sent him to rehab for two months in 2010, but he relapsed soon after and was drinking, uh, was again drinking heavily by the time he met Trujillo in August of 2012. Nobody could picture them together. Trujillo was a, was 15 years younger. Oh, I thought, I thought they were going to say 15 years old. I was like, no, 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 Was 15 years younger, so that means she was 44. Um... And far earthier, twice married and twice divorced. She sometimes worked as a massage therapist. She had been arrested for public intoxication and DWI. In court, accounts of her personality would range from very nice to mean to crazy and belligerent. Uh, Jack came to know her on uh, jail visits, perhaps not the best way to become acquainted with someone, and thought that she was a really sweet person incapable of a brutal murder. Surprise. Uh, those two uh, disparate characters, uh, the sweet person and the hostile nut, uh, played lead in the drastically indifferent theories of the killing offered to the jury in opening statements. Co-prosecutor Sarah Mc- Mickelson, a severe blonde with severe, severe. severe blonde. She was so blonde. She was very blonde. Uh, with a stylish wardrobe, at one point got down on her knees and pounded the floor with, who, with her blue patent leather Manolo Blonics. Blonics, yeah, pump, exclaiming she beat I him love to a bloody pole. That you don't know anything. I <laughs> <laughs> about words, shoes, <laughs> shoes, words, uh, sentence structure, <laughs> syntax. I love that you are stupid. <laughs> oh. Uh, Jack's opening statement was less theatrical but equally accusatory. There was a life and a life and death situation that night, he said, pacing along the jury rail. The man was drunk and went crazy. He slammed her against the wall. She couldn't breathe. She was uh, he was suffocating her. She did the only thing she could do, take a weapon at her disposal, which was a shoe, and started clobbering him with it. The physical evidence was ambiguous, at least in Jack's view. The state called it uh, called its forensic expert Chris, uh, officer Chris Duncan, a 17-year veteran of the Houston Police Department's crime scene unit. His crime scene photos displayed on a flat screen on flat screen monitors told a graphic story that began with pictures of Anderson's condominium and culminated with a grisly close-ups of uh, the victim lying in a blood-soaked white carpet um, in the hallway. Uh, Anderson's face looked as if it had imploded. One of these images lingered on the monitors while co-prosecutor John Jordan chatted with his witness for a long minute until Jack objected. At this issue, uh, I'm sorry, at issue was whether Trujillo had defended herself against an enraged drunken man, then tried to revive him after he'd lost consciousness, or whether she'd continued to pound him in the face once he was already down. To dramatize the latter version... The prosecution mounted actual size photos of the blood-spattered hallway on each side of the table, on top of which lay a mannequin's head and torso. Uh, Jordan Jordan climbed over the mannequin with a stiletto in hand, states Exhibit 56. It was a left shoe of a size 9 pair of cheap blue suede platform pumps, the mate of one of Trujillo, the mate of of the one Trujillo had used as a weapon. With five and a half inch steel reinforced heels that tapered into a tiny oval tip, Jordan. Uh, oh boy, Pat. Oh, there we go. The Jordan pantomimed hitting the mannequin. Pantomimed. Pantomimed. What did I say? That's like, like yes, acting I got like that. Something. Yeah, I know. Pantomimed hitting. But you said pantomime. No, I said pantomimed. Okay. Whatever you say, <laughs> sis. Pantomime. Pantomimed. 
Does it sound better if I hit the T harder? Yeah. Pantomimed hitting the mannequin's face. Also, I love that it's spelled mannequin. M-I-N... M-A-N-I-K-I-N. M-A-N-I-K-I-N. Mannequin. Mannequin. Yes. Yeah. He... He... It threw me out because he spelled it right... No, he didn't spell it right the first time. Yeah, he said mannequin this entire time. Anyways, um, Pantomime hitting the mannequin's face with his heel, uh, with this heel, while Duncan explained why the blood would spray the walls in exactly the way it did if the crime had been committed just so. On cross-examination, however, Jack offered an alternative story. Wasn't it possible, he asked, straddling the mannequin himself, that Trujillo had been attempting CPR, compressing Anderson's chest, and slapping his bloody face to revive him? Her 911 call implied as much. The seven-minute tape had been played for the jury, and she could be heard pleading, Breathe, Stefan, breathe, while the operator instructed her on the procedure. Could that not produce the same splatter... Uh, spatter platter, bleh, splatter pattern on the walls. I counted six times in ten minutes that Duncan answered. That's possible, or that's reasonable, to Jack's questions. The exact time and cause of death were also in doubt. The emergency medical crew had arrived at 3.58 a.m., uh, 19 minutes after Trujillo's 911 call, and pronounced him dead at the scene. On cross-examination of the medical unit supervisor, Jack elicited the fact that the unit had been in the final hours of a 24-hour Saturday night shift and never attached an EKG monitor to determine if there was a heartbeat, as was normally required. So this man could have still been alive whenever they got there, but they just didn't check with an EKG. So, that's cool. Um, Yikes. Not great. The medical examiner who performed the autopsy, Dr. Jennifer Ross, had listed the cause of death as blunt force head and facial trauma and declared it a homicide. She counted 25 small contusions and lacerations that matched the shoe's stiletto tip. During the trial, she described similar bruises on his hands and wrists as defensive wounds from trying to fend off the blows. But the cause of death isn't the same as the mechanism of death, which Ross qualified in her testimony. It was possible, she said, that Anderson had bled to death, though it was also possible that stress had triggered an adrenaline rush causing a heart attack. So you didn't know how he died. Isn't that the point of, like, an autopsy? Anyways. Yeah, why would you not do that? I don't know. She couldn't say for certain, prompting Jack to ask whether Dr. Anderson might have died while the police and EMTs were standing around. Jordan objected to the uh, question and uh, as speculation before Ross could answer it. The judge... Uh, Judge Thomas sustained the objection, but the suggestion had been made. The state rested after Ross's testimony, leaving Jack in a quandary. He didn't think that the prosecutors had proved the case, and he was tempted to forgo a defense uh, and send it straight to the jury. Excuse me. Uh, Jordan had done him a favor by playing the entire three-and-a-half-hour videotape of Trujillo's interview with the homicide detectives, which meant Jack didn't have to put her on the witness stand. He had tried rehearsing her, but found that she tended to wander off topic and came across as self-absorbed. Surprise, some serial murderers or crazy murderers are. Uh, come the- get on the podcast! Yeah, come on, you can just talk about murders in Houston. Oh, okay. Oh, you brought us bones. I have first-hand experience with murders. Oh, do you? We don't have a, a, a thing for you. Hold on. You come sit with us. Everyone, we're joined with a special guest. Mm, popping on in. Yeah, we were already in it. We all we, we don't, we don't. There are no rules on the Arsenal podcast. Just they're just in. 
They are, yeah, and this is the shit showiest of all Soupy's podcasts that's ever existed. So <laughs> there were parts here. where, <laughs> well, there were things yeah. that weren't weren't plugged in and whatnot. So things that weren't plunked in, plunked in, plunked, yes, interruptions. Oh, you know, shit. the use. Yeah, um, I love your uh, uh, suburban housewife fantasy with your uh, wine and a coffee coffee mug. It's a Starbucks mug too. <sighs> Oh, I thought you meant my granny panties. I thought they were showing. <laughs> well, I thought it was the fabulous blouse that you had on also. But I wasn't going to... You can't give too many compliments, you know. Yeah, not too many. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. We're talking about a murderer in Houston that mm-hmm. killed a man with that a shoe. Here? <laughs> I was surprised no. as well. Because it's such a small town, you know. We, uh... Just a couple people. Everyone knows everyone. One horse town. They're all great friends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently. Okay, so he's a, he killed somebody with a shoe. She. Oh my she god. She killed someone. Did with you a know shoe. women could be murderers? What? Tell me it wasn't a what? payless flat. <laughs> it was cheap. They said it was cheap. What was it? The the blue suede cheap shoe. No, what was the other one? It wasn't there another one that claimed that it was like a ball. What do you what do you call? A what? Oh, a, a Manolo Blahnik. Oh, so it was Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Connie, her what was it? Well, she is the horse in the one horse town you were talking about. She is the horse. She is yes. the horse. Yeah, the horse face. <laughs> what was the girl's name? Something Love Carol. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, Lisa Hart Carol. Lisa Hart Carol. <laughs> That's the actress. That's not the, the murderous oh, okay. name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God, you got me all off. I have to get back to my story. Yeah, that was for my shot. Don't uh, don't get too into it. Okay. Your COVID shot. Yeah, <laughs> right in the arm. Um, so in this uh, homicide interview, she. Uh, uh, conducted a little more than five hours after police had arrived at the scene it was clear she had no sleep and she was uh, doubtless hung over because of course she was an alcoholic um, she rambled she sounds fun I know uh, honestly they described downtown what did they describe downtown as uh, tr- <laughs> desolate desolate they basically like described that. it like in the 90s as like nobody's a- ever oh trendy trendy they said no, it was they, trendy. they called it before it got trendy yeah they, they said, said it was a place that only like uh, basically advanced alcoholics went to Back in, like, the 90s. I don't remember going there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I was like, I can't hear anything now. I'm just fucking yeah. with wires while we're talking. <laughs> it's not anything crazy. I was like, oh, shit, you fucked up everything. It's okay. Um, oh, thank you. Love that. Uh, so, uh, she rambled on about her relationships uh, with men who were always completely obsessed with me. A phrase she used a dozen times to describe different men and always turned abusive. I'm loving too. I care too much, she said, calling herself a very spiritual person who only wants to help people. <laughs> this was a bad Christian. Uh, yeah. This was all delivered in a sad, soft voice, her eyes downcast as she hugged herself. It wasn't until she got around to Anderson that she that the detective stopped her to read the Miranda warning. <laughs> so basically she was like, No, I'm so good, blah blah blah. And they're like, please stop talking. <laughs> hey, you remember, you don't you don't have you to don't, talk. You don't have to tell us anything about what happened, but you're doing it anyways. And she was like, and just yesterday I went to H E B and I bought a lot of meat and it was on sale. So and I sl- Slapped him with it. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> so she agreed to waive her rights and keep talking. She called Anderson her fiance, who completely became obsessed with me, even though I told him I didn't want to be involved romantically. She said she, uh, he'd become jealous when another man bought her a drink at the bar and they'd been uh, that they'd been to earlier in the evening. Uh, then she jumped straight to the fight at the condo. 
His face got red, red. He got infuriated. You're not going to leave me. We were wrestling. She demonstrated the wrestling by tugging at her shoulders and leg. Do you like my voices? <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, she demonstrated the wrestling by tugging at her shoulders and legs, her eyes half cr- uh, half closed as she narrated in mumble. I got away. He was on top of me, suffocating me. I was begging him. He kicked me. I went and took off my shoe and hit him a couple times. I don't like he this He was porn. bleeding. Yeah. I started doing mouth to mouth. Sexy. There we go. Now it's getting interesting. Now it's getting hot. Uh, the most telling part was one of uh, the few times Trujillo looked directly at her interrogators and spoke in a mumble-free voice. This is the homicide department. Does that mean? And then she didn't say anything. Uh, yes, replied the lead detective. Stefan is dead. She didn't bat an eye. He assaulted me, were the first words out of her mouth. Nicholson would later reply, would replay this moment during the closing argument. So basically her first response after finding out that her boyfriend is dead, he assaulted me. Uh, I'm in danger. Yeah. His name's Stefan. Uh, Stefan Anderson, yeah. Yeah, she had no idea. he's a homosexual. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that should have been your first clue. Exactly. His name is... (laughs) It's all gone. Um, uh, She didn't bat an eye. Oh, no, I said that already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when that video was played in the courtroom, the jury members kept glancing from the monitors to Trujillo at the defense table. She had dressed demurely for the trial with her like wild... This. Yes, apparently. With her wild raven hair pulled back in a tight bun, and she stared into her lap much of the time. Mm-hmm. What? It was it's a wig. wig. It was a wig. It was Stefan's wig. <laughs> I was like, girl, you were dating a gay. That's why she murdered him. For oh, the yeah. wigs. <laughs> Girl. With his Malolo. The wigs are expensive. His Malolo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Malolo bubonic. Malolo bubonic. Oh, she's backing up, is she? Everyone wave. Hi. Does she hit something? I hope so. Oh! No. The face were just sticking out of the car. I love that. Welcome, queens. Anyways. Occasion- Why don't we do that more often? That was a great idea. That is a great idea. Hmm. Occasionally, though, the jury saw Trujillo reveal a different side of herself. One such moment occurred when the prosecution showed footage from the security camera inside the bar where Trujillo and Anderson had been drinking that night. Hamburger bears. (laughs) What? Hamburger Marys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who'd taken them uh, in her cab from the co- from the bar to Anderson's condominium had testified that Trujillo spewed a torrent of threats and curses the entire way home. So hostile and alarming that the driver asked Anderson to pray with her before she left. She had also said that, the, uh, that at the bar, Anderson went back inside three times before he could get Trujillo to leave. The footage indeed shows him returning from the front door three times, the last images of him alive. In the courtroom, Trujillo smiled as she watched herself dance in her seat, her doomed fiancé waiting for her. Then she laughed, and the jury watched her laugh. You laughed about this? They should have looked away. Don't look at me laughing. (laughs) No, no, no. Please. I'm not. I'm so shy. This isn't funny. Don't look at me. Yeah. She had no shoes on because they were evidence. (laughs) You took my shoes. Even so, Trujillo w- uh, was Jack's client, and she believed. I'm sorry, what? Oh, and she believed in him completely, which made him inclined to believe her. He sympathized with her situation during the jailhouse interview, an exhausted woman being grilled by tough male cops. So and so tough he tough male cops. On a, cool. That's what you said. Right? Hold on, I'm very interested now. Uh, and so he looked past the narcissism and focused on her story of self-defense. He bought it and uh, thought others would too. 
He was confident the jury would acquit Trujillo, and when the prosecution rested, he was ready to tell them. Except that it was Friday by then. All week long, the trial had received massive media attention. In addition to camera teams from Houston's four major broadcast stations, an ABC network crew and uh, an ABC network crew had come to tape lengthy segments for 2020 and Good Morning America. Cable news agitators like Nancy Grace and oh! <laughs> Jane Velez Mitchell oh! were brandishing. I yeah, me neither. The inimitable Jane Velez Jane. Mitchell. <laughs> She's oh. really. An she's icon. doing the. She's doing everything. She's doing the Lord's work. I don't know who she is. Um, brandishing high heels and screeching bloody murder, stabbing cantaloupes with gusto. So they were apparently stabbing cantaloupes with high heels on camera, which of course sounds like a big. That Fox sounds like the mango situation. video that I showed. That is, you showed that earlier. We did see a, a mango peeling. They did stab that. Should we pause to show Kendall? No. <laughs> it was a mango peeling, and it was amazing. It was very interesting. Literally. By mangoes, do you mean large breasts? Oh, I wish. Those are called <coughs> jugs. Melons. Those are jugs. Melon. Giant, giant, no okay. Bazoombas. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow. Titties with two Ds. Titties. Titties. Capital Ds. Specifically. So Jack began his defense calling one inconsequential Friday witness a waitress at Anderson's favorite hangout, and Jordan encouraged her to keep talking during his cross-examination. She talked all morning about life at the Herman Park Golf Course Clubhouse. Even Judge Thomas played along, adjoining right after lunch. So we got some random person to talk about nothing, which was wonderful. Uh, over the Hold weekend... On. Over the weekend, Jack issued subpoenas for every member of the EMT crew, and on Monday they took the stand one after another to pass the buck at while, jo while Jack drove home their failure to attach the EKG monitor. He followed with his best witness, pathologist Dr. Lee Ann Grossberg, who testified that every one of Anderson's injuries was superficial or a flesh wound. He was just a flesh wound. He was pummeled to a pulp 25 times by a high heel. I stabbed him in the face. Calories right there. You know what? Whatever. This podcast is going to be a shit show oh, the whole time. Been, yeah. So I will endure screaming children in the background. Yeah. Screaming. Those with the murder thing. Screaming people. Yeah. Anyone. Anybody scream. <laughs> Anyone Kendall scream, please. <laughs> I'm going to do my most uh, movie scream. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, uh, where did I go? Oh, super oh, flesh wound, yes. Uh, so all of his injuries he received were non-fatal in and of themselves and were all potentially survivable. She agreed that the cause of death was blunt force trauma, but that <laughs> the most probable mechanism, in her opinion, was heart failure. We didn't know what his status she was because <laughs> nobody checked him for heart rhythm, she said, implying that Anderson's life might have been saved had the first responder acted more aggressively to aid him. He only died because he had a heart attack. <laughs> that might be enough, is what she continued to say. Uh, I'm sorry, that Jack thought, to make jurors hesitate to uh, convict someone of murder. So basically, he allowed this person to be like, it was all just a flesh wound. 25 attacks by a freaking stiletto heel on the the face, uh, the head, uh, but it was just a flesh wound. Literally just a flesh wound. And he died because he had too much adrenaline during this, because he had a heart attack. He was me, too turned on by He it. was 59 well, years old. Hey. That's, oh. I would just say, um, if I were being attacked with a stiletto, 
win. And we're a Manolo win, Blahnik. Win, when he's attacked by a stiletto. My own. Um, <laughs> you attack just, yourself. And it was a Manolo Blahnik. I'd be like, oh my god! <laughs> it's and happening! That what, that's glamorous. what would be doing. Yeah, exactly. Heart attack! Heart attack! <laughs> Precisely. I think it was heartworms. Heart, oh, that's a good one. Hey. Do you ever worry that humans can get heartworms? <laughs> if they make you skinny, honey, what's the problem? But it's not this is table. a nice house. Look at that And table. you do that? They have it. Sorry to spill this They have that tape together. The tape on your car table. <laughs> this is a nice table. <laughs> this is an heirloom, actually. Well, I this is like my we, sister-in-law's we recorded, grandmother's. We recorded on this table before you got your uh, little Ikea table for we a while. Did. We did. In what I'm living in as my bedroom now. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. Um, anyways, so Jack had spent the entire uh, entirety of the trial chipping away at the physical evidence, casting doubt on the prosecution's version of events. Meanwhile, his blind spot had been sitting next to him the whole time. Oh, the drama. It, I love drama. <laughs> it took the jury only two hours to find Anna Trujillo guilty of murder. She, I'm sorry, there could not have been the slightest doubt among them. Jack was stunned. He'd offered the bailiff one, uh, I'm sorry, five to one odds that she would be acquitted, and the bailiff had turned down the bet. Uh, two days, he was betting. Can you what? bet in a courtroom? That illegal? <laughs> I think that's illegal, especially for him, uh, the defense lawyer, to be betting with the bailiff. I feel like also, that... what kind of bailiff is this? It's just like, <laughs> hey, I don't really like, like my job. I don't know. I don't really care. Let me go. Isn't he the one that you're supposed to contact about, like, maybe you shouldn't talk about these things? Maybe you shouldn't be betting That's the on... one who's, like, running the security in the courtroom. Exactly. So you should be the one that says, yeah, this bitch is betting. Hey, that's um, highly illegal. That's illegal. Um, Who was the puppet one? The Ancadorio officer? Uh, G- Judge Judy. Officer Bird. Oh. Uh, Officer Bird. Officer Bird. Officer Bird, yeah. That's Judge Judy's bailiff. Yeah. Uh, that's basically... Well, who that man was in the Houston I guess, courtroom. yes, a puppet. <laughs> down, with down with capitalism. Down with... Down uh, with... No, I'm not going to say that. Uh, two days later, after four hours of deliberation, they gave her the maximum sentence of life in prison. Uh, that completely flabbergasted Jack, who had argued that she qualified uh, for the two or 20... Two to 20 year sentence imposed by Texas law for sudden passion in such cases. He said... Can I tell you that sometimes I like to watch verdicts being read because i like to see the the people that are um just completely being shocked like oh the gasps or they cry and they're like yeah, i'm like you you did it you did it girl you everybody know you knows did. you did it now yeah. yeah um he said she didn't have a plot to murder the guy uh she didn't have any motive to kill him it was obvious something happened that night between them uh it's not just that su- if that's not sudden passion i don't know what is if the letter of law didn't hold up to the horror of, of photos of Anderson's blandly handsome face hammered to mush. And I love that they described his the victim face as handsome uh, before. It was like... Oh, prison gruel yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and as the jury foreman later told the Houston Chronicle, there were simply too many blows for the jury to accept the claim as self-defense. In his 23-year-old career as a criminal defense lawyer, Jack had never had a client receive the maximum penalty, nor had he had a jury arrive at a verdict in as little as two hours. He couldn't understand it. 
I really thought I'd won the case, he told me, whether it was the media storm or the peculiarly... Peculiar. Peculiar. There's a lot of words here that I gotta (laughs) muffle through, okay? Peculiarly beguiling client or simply the lure of the uh, biggest gamble of his career. He'd somehow lost his usual feel for the game. I've never been this wrong before. That was a Texas Monthly article that I really liked, so I had to read it. Um, but it was good. Uh, yeah, so she had... Mer- I love to beguile. I would just like to Beguiling? Say that. That's a good word, right? I, I haven't... I don't beguile enough. Uh, I think that we all could beguile more, honestly. I could, but I could dabble more in beguiling. I think we should all beguile more, because uh-huh. um, if you're not beguiling, what are then you doing? Then you're not thriving. You're not thriving. You're, you're not beguiling. thriving, mama. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, stunning, heart-stopping, mm-hmm. literally. Uh, <laughs> he had a heart attack. Manola Blahnik's Prada Gucci <laughs> Chanel. Anyways, I would like to talk about my topic because... Yes, girl, go this, off. This is the podcast. This is the podcast <laughs> with the most of. Um, do you guys like puzzles? Oh, please tell me about it. Enigmas? In, oh. Literally an enigma. Oh, I love Lady Gaga. Um, Bus, bus, another, another car. Club. Plane, no, no sleep. No sleep. Uh, can I tell you about the most difficult puzzle on the internet? Oh. Is it a murder thing? It's no, it's die. spoopy. It's just spoopy. It's other... It's Otherworldly. A bit culty. A bit just like Illuminati secret society. Um, and I think that's spoopy. Oh, it is. For sure. And that's my podcast. <laughs> and then we're done. Bye. <laughs> uh, so Cicada3301. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. So... It's a nickname for a puzzle put on by an unknown organization. Um, they have done the puzzle three times to recruit code breakers from the public, is what they say their mission is. Uh, their stated purpose is to recruit, quote, highly intelligent individuals, although the purpose for recruiting these individuals is unknown. Uh, some claim... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, probably. but Maybe they put them in the wafer boxes, and that's why they're so expensive. No? Oh. What? Child sex. Yeah, child sex. Oh. But do you think that people that are solving puzzles on the internet are particularly attractive? I would say no. Do they have to be attractive? Maybe. They don't. I don't think they do. They don't. That's I right. I think they just have to be... Um, I think pedophiles They have to be just, functioning. Yeah, I think they just have to be functioning uh, children. But I don't know. No. No? No. What? For pedophiles? Nambla? Who? Not Thanks for coming, Kendall. <laughs> you can weigh in on this. Now we're to my topic. <laughs> uh, there, yes. So, uh, although the per- la, 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 some claim that Cic- Cicada three three zero one is a secret society similar to the Illuminati or the Freemasons, with their goal of being to improve cryptography or the study of creating safe private communications on the internet, privacy and anonymity. Uh, others think that Cicada three three zero one is a cult. While no one who has won Cicada 3301 has come forth to explain the puzzle or what the organization has that puts it on does, they have explained that typically Cicada 3301 does not usually use these methods for recruiting, but they created this puzzle specifically for the cryptology division of their organization. Um, in 2012, they released their first puzzle. The winner was one Marcus Wainer. Wait, I'm sorry. Sorry to stop you. They they created this organization, Cicada 331. It's an bef- unknown organization that's created a puzzle. Before they created the puzzle, though. That people knew about it before? Apparently, it was in working order before. Okay. And then in 2012, they decided to use the puzzle to find cryptologists for their organization. I love that. And then what'd you say about Wainer? <laughs> 
There's a lot of it. <laughs> Plenty um, of it. <laughs> I don't know specifically when you're talking about because I've spoken about it a lot this so far. But well, yeah, um, we do talk about just there's a lot of it. So don't it's just don't worry, just picture it. Also, okay. I love that you have the baked bones uh, little sticker on the it's side. On either side too. I love that. That's so cute. Um, uh, do do do. According to him, those who solved the puzzle were asked questions about their support for information freedom, online privacy and freedom, and a rejection of censorship. Those who answered satisfactorily at this stage were invited to a private forum where they were told to create a project intended to further the ideals of the group. Uh, Cicada 3301 clues have come in a variety of technologies. Usually they begin on the internet, but they are also found um, on the telephone, in music, Linux CDs, digital images, physical paper signs, and pages of unpublished cryptic books written in runes. One of the books is titled Liber Primus, literally the first book, and contains many pages, and only some of those have been decoded. So there's been three Cicada 3301 puzzles, one in 2012, one in 2013, and one in 2014, and the one in 2014 is still ongoing because no one solved it. Oh. And Uh, Stonehenge. mm -hmm. Yeah. So the puzzle... What does this giant mass of Stonehenge mean? Nothing. Literally nothing. (laughs) It's just a a summer solstice thing that people built. Uh, No, aliens. Oh, Uh aliens built. Um, The pyramids. So uh, I'll describe the puzzle of 2012, um, because there's the most information about that. 2013 released the runes, and then 2014 they... uh, continued upon 2014's puzzle by using the runes that they discovered in 2013 for the puzzle in 2014. Uh, let me tell you about this rune. Um, Are we saying rune or ruin? Runes. Rune. R-U-N-E. He, he like, says, he oh. says Swed- like, uh, not Swedish. Usually Viking. Norse people yeah, would Viking. use like a... Oh, Norse. so white supremacists. Basically. Correct, okay. yeah. That's what I was going to say. This stuff... But yet I haven't heard of it. The, yeah. Well, have you gone to the latest meetings? <laughs> Are you part of Cicada 331 and not telling us? Well, it, it's on the same Stay night tuned. as my neighbor. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And then bingo night. Yeah. We shop Wayfair. Don't touch me. You did? No. <laughs> you <laughs> I was holding still. I thought that I'd somehow moved and kicked Kindle, and it was yeah. you touching no, me. No, because it was, I don't. It's a prosthetic leg. I don't feel it. <laughs> it's a peg it's leg. Wood. We Listen. were talking about the peg leg <laughs> earlier. It's all c- circles back. That's a dildo. Full circle. <laughs> oh, a also made dildo. of wood. Oh, my God. The uh, splinters? Yeah, let me tell you. There was a, a, the just a slight tangent. I took a sociology of sex and uh, um, uh, gender in college. It, uh, sex and horticulture. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of just sex with plants. Uh, sex and gender. Uh, and we talked a, very briefly about um, the history of like women's um, y- utilization Nether of of, uh, of oh, toys. Phallic symbols. Yeah. Uh, and there was one that was like a full, you, you know, like a pepper grinder. Oh yeah, kind of like that, except that you you put it inside and then like crank it oh. and it spins and it's wooden. And all I thought was exactly what you said. The splinters, Mama. You were not using polished wood, but I bet it came out polished after. Sure did. Polished and fragranced. Yes. That's the power of pine salt, baby. Oh uh, no! So in 2012, it started like this. So Cicada 3301 released an image on 4chan. It stated, "Quote: Hello, we are looking. Hello, hello. We are looking hey. for high." <laughs> Highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you 
uh, on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting a few that will make it through. Good luck, 3301. It's already a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you inspected the photo's properties, like if you right-click it, inspect element, and you look through the the like the tag, the computer tag of the image, it had uh, a message that said, uh, uh, Tiberius Claudius Cesar says, fine, it says, and then there's another code. Like it's a, a string of numbers that you can somehow, if you figure it out, I mean, it's supposed to be a website, so you initially figure out that the first four characters are HTTPS, and then you figure out the rest of it. Um, and so then it led to another image of a duck, and the duck said, whoops, or it says whoops, 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 because you had to make that's it a racial slur against <laughs> Italians. Uh, no, it means what has... Oh, okay. Peppercorns. <laughs> pepper grinder? Yeah. Pepper, pepper grinder. <laughs> um, so, whoops, the, the decoy this way just looks like you can't, uh, this way looks like you can't guess how to get out of this message. So, with this message, they were intending you to, uh, to use a program called OutGuess that uh, extracts more information from images. So, you're supposed to run this program called OutGuess on the image, um, which would lead to finding uh, another web address to mm. a subreddit on Reddit, uh, which listed information about a book called Mabingeon. M-A-B-I-N-O-G-I-O-N. Mabingeon. Um, You're better at this than I am. I couldn't even read actual words. <laughs> English words. English words from my last article. So if you get a word that you can't figure out, don't ask me. Why are you asking me? I'm just like, is an etymologist a thing? Because <laughs> that's me. I, apparently. Because I'm not. Uh, So the book, uh, along with a code, it told you about the book, but it also gave you a code to, dis- to uh, pull information from the book. So... Um, once you pulled, so it would be like, A1. And so then you look and see whatever letters in the book, but they were numbers. So mm. it's actually a tele- telephone number. Oh, boy. It's actually a steak sauce. Uh, a- yes. A1 is a steak sauce. But I right. prefer Lee and Paris. You just pour it all over your computer. Did it work? <laughs> Did I pass the K down? What is your three, favorite three, steak one. sauce? Uh, I actually make my own. I make like a mushroom. No. Red- oh. <laughs> Kendall, is it A1? Oh, I don't use it. Just it's natural bloody juices. Oh, oh okay. That's pretty good, too. If well, you spice it enough, better. that should taste pretty good. Except lady parts. <laughs> With a hand crank. <laughs> and Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> it's like you put a citrus reamer up there. Oh! Did you see the latest episode? Yes. It was a citrus reamer. Yeah, it was a citrus reamer. <laughs> looked like That's that. why I made the joke. <laughs> Anal stimulant. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> anyways, so... The, we were it, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, sorry. I he watched it, it. Yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, the first one, the lips. Uh, I was offended. I just thought it was one of the game things. Me too. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so yes, you called the phone number, and the telephone number would play a pre-recorded message that said, "Quote: Very good, you have done well." There are three numbers associated with the original final JPEG image. Three three zero one is one of them, and you will have to find the other two. Multiply these three numbers together and add a common a, a dot com at the end to find the next step. Uh, good luck. Goodbye. So the other two numbers associated with that original image that they posted to 4chan were the pixel height and the pixel width of the image. And so you imi- or you multiplied them all together. And... Wait, they're posting this on 4chan? Yeah, I know. It's all fake. No, it's real. It's, it has a very Saw feel. Saw the movie. A bit. 
Um, and everyone, all the comments on 4chan were like, <laughs> looking for highly intelligent individuals goes to 4chan. You, this is not the place. You mama. went to the wrong place. If anything, you should have tried Reddit, but also still not a great place. Well, in 2012, so 2012. Reddit was there because yeah, my, no. my friend was obsessed with it back then. I was, I've been on Reddit since high school, I guess. Yeah. The end of high school. So it was a nine. Yeah. So it's been around for a while. But I remember hearing about it when I was in high school. Yeah. That. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's like when the internet, like when we started doing like AIM and stuff like that back in the in like mid two thousands, uh, even early two thousands. That was definitely like four chan was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, first yeah. places that you could do that. Yeah. Kendall, do you know what the internet is? No. How do I get there? So you drive down the road. <laughs> <laughs> you ask Google Maps to take you to the internet, and uh-huh. then you just you just go. I don't have a printer. Okay. Well, you don't uh, need one. Remember, but do you, you remember do need MapQuest? pen and paper. <laughs> do you remember MapQuest, Kendall? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I did. I used to print out the instructions. I did oh, too. I, I feel like I will, will not lie. I bet there's probably some. That's Mac how I got here tonight. <laughs> What's a Google Maps? <laughs> I don't you, even know how to. Have you ever been on FapQuest? <laughs> One typo and it's a completely different website. Uh, oh my god! I remember in high school the joke was uh, going to Pin Island. Dot com. Penis Land. Penis Land. <laughs> That was always the joke. Apparently, and people always said that that I was... I don't get that. Pin Island? Oh, yeah. Penis okay. Land. Okay. <laughs> you got it. I was just... Uh, for some reason, I was only putting the P in there, and I was like, Piss Land? Piss, <laughs> piss Land. Oh. Another website that I don't want to go to. <laughs> well, maybe some people. Hey, to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Um, oh, so, boy. yeah. So, the... The quotient... SAT word. The quotient of those <laughs> is numbers. Is this a math? <laughs> That's not the SAT word. They use it in the SAT. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> Anyways, the quotient of those numbers led to a website with a picture of a cicada and a countdown. So when the countdown ended, it was updated with a list of coordinates for 14 locations in five different countries. Oh, boy. Um, at each location was a poster with a cicada and a QR code. The code linked to an image um, linked to an image the image linked to a riddle and the riddle was quote a poem of fading death named for a king meant to be read only once and vanish alas it could remain unseen so the riddle is uh alluding to a book called agrippa mm-hmm. that i've never heard of um which, isn't it a greek thing i think so it's a book about death yeah I think it was written by a Greek person. I could be completely wrong and just be drunk and talk about stupidity, but <laughs> that's typical for me. Let me see. I think it was a Greek thing. A Greek, yes, by Marcus Vespanius Agrippa. Um, so, which it led to a dot onion site. Do you know what a dot onion site is? Mm-hmm. So, there's a place called the Dark Web. Oh, boy. Oh, so there's um so things are getting wild here if we mm-hmm. get to the dark web on your your regular browsers you can't view anything that's not a dot com or dot net or whatever dot onion is a tor browser that allows you to read <clears throat> i mean you can put a web address will take you anywhere on the internet but most web browsers will just put a 404 and say you can't go there uh-huh. so a dot onion browser will let you go to any address okay how do you ever do tor browser you could download the Onion browser. Onion. That's where people sell drugs on the internet. 
So and drugs, body it's, parts, it's, it's, uh, terrible. C-H-I-L-Ds. Yes. Wayfair. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're trying to make it mainstream, but still, it's not working. They're yet. trying to make it mainstream by being attempting to be secretive about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we named this the Chelsea Closet. Do you want... <laughs> Her name is Chelsea. Chelsea. D. Closet. closet. Do you want this closet? It's very small. $16,000. Gross. No hair yet. No hair. <laughs> Chris is thinking about it now. And I'm disgusted. I have plenty of hair. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, so only a select number of first arrivals were admitted to this stage. Uh, the site eventually closed after those who were admitted. Uh, and it was replaced with a message that said, quote, we want the best, not the followers. Wait, okay, question though. When, by this point, if we're looking at 2014, 2015, people have screenshots and also the ability to send these to other people. So did they really have to travel to all five of these countries to get these these QR codes? No, you only need to go one. Or even one person just needed to go to that one location and send it to someone else who went to another location. Well, the trick is to be there first because, I mean, essentially it's a job offer. Mm. And you don't want other people to have the same job. You don't want other people to be in the vying for the job that you want. So they're assuming that people will not share the information. They're assuming. Yes. But also they um, say that uh, if you announce anything about it to other people, they'll figure it out and you won't. uh, They'll take you out of the running. Okay. Um, So, yeah, presumably those who made it uh, finished the puzzle. Okay. Uh, like the guy who said they they came they were sworn to uphold internet conservator like a conservative internet where you don't share. There's with no anyone. freedom. There's freedom of information, freedom of uh, rejecting censorship. So uh, after a month of the first picture going up, um, another message appeared on the subreddit announcing that the the puzzle was concluded. Um, hello, quote, or quote, hello, we have found the individuals we sought. This our month, thus our month long journey ends for now. Thank you for your dedication and effort. If you are unable to complete the test or did not receive the email, do not despair. There will be more opportunities like this. Thank you all through 301. So there's a certain number of people who got there that have become part of this organization potentially. Yes. And now we don't know who it is. No. So a lot of people believe that. Uh, three things. So a lot of people believe it is uh, secret services of uh-huh. countries trying to recruit people, any country. Um, so there is like CIA, uh, uh, whatever anybody else's is. <laughs> KGB. Uh, is MS one? Fuck, I don't know. MS? Is it? And then... Um, I think CSS say, is, is Canada's. If you just say clandestine services. Clandestine okay. services, there you go. yes. Look, uh, I know an SAT word too, bitches. <laughs> no. I don't know etymology and all the other words that I said on the... So more important words. You don't know those. You just know clandestine. <laughs> Correct. Anyways, so they have. They think it's either that. They think it's a cult. Or they think that it is a, um, a illegal operation to try to get people to viruses and things to infect people's computers i can believe that too um so there's been three tests or three puzzles so far 2012 2013 2014 is still ongoing 
Um, they are all signed with the same open PGP key, so they're all from the same source, but they've not been traced yet. Um, is anyone trying to trace them? <laughs> everyone's trying to, well, everyone who's doing the puzzle is trying to trace them oh. to figure out who it is. Well, I mean, like, job. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so there's there's not much more uh, information about the puzzles because the people who make it uh, to the final portion of the puzzle are sworn to secrecy, um, and those that have broken Murdered. their silence have uh, uh, no one has specifically been murdered that we know of, but um, they've been silenced and shut up, uh, shut out of the organization. I'm sure they were probably killed. Probably. If it's if it, this is as serious as as we are considering the idea of some wild uh, clandestine service, then they've been killed. Yeah. <laughs> These puzzles are hard, though, because I remember seeing them for years, and I you looked into them? it a little bit. Uh-huh. I never heard of this, ever. Um, this last one that's been going on for a while, uh, that Liber Primus book that they've been talking about is, uh-huh. like, 90 pages. Only 17 have been decoded. And so, I mean, I guess they're still looking for somebody to complete the book. Yeah. And it'll lead to another clue, because it's one of one of the first clues of the third puzzle. So if people haven't even really figured out the Zodiac Killer from the seventies, then how are they gonna? It's Ted Cruz. We, we need sure that. Is. Yeah. Uh, then how the fuck are we gonna be able to figure out a uh, entire book that's ninety pages? You know what? I don't know. I I don't know her. I'm clued. I, I am clueless clue about less. that. Clueless. Hmm. Well, that's wild, our podcast. Though. That is our podcast. <laughs> our mess of a podcast. None thankful for all of you guys have who have listened everybody give it up for kendall kendall yes. thanks he for joining us here because he's recording let's talk about gay stuff podcast uh and we are definitely taking into their time but that's okay so tell us about l tags podcast uh, uh do you want to talk about l tags podcast yes and you're on it too i am yeah <laughs> um l tags let's talk about gay stuff we talk about um gay pop culture gay history um, not just gay, but LGBTQIA+. Mm-hmm. Um, we kiki, it's a lot of fun, but we we go over a lot of topics that I think uh, people don't know about that are part of our gay history that are oh, yeah. fascinating. Especially for like our listeners here, because I feel like we uh, find a lot of people who are looking for scary stuff and for, you know, whatever. We Gay history has everything you're looking for mm-hmm. i mean we we've talked about a lot of gay serial killers but you guys have also even mentioned some of these gay serial killers on uh y'all's podcast as well so i think it's a, a great place to learn more about killers, uh, killers exactly now <laughs> gay history um as well just because it, gay history is everywhere and that's kind of where i was getting with my tangent is that um gay history is everywhere whether or not you're looking in spooky things or looking i mean one of the one of the ones that i always go back to is whenever thomas spoke about someone from the 9-11 attacks it's like how are you gonna oh, turn yeah. that gay and he did he found a way so it was like there's gay history everywhere so uh where can we find you guys at do you know this <laughs> Um, we got you wherever you, you get your podcast there you go yes. <laughs> let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com let's talk about gay stuff on facebook and instagram talk gay stuff on twitter and you could also send them an email at <laughs> let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com we don't like saying that term why i just don't like it i well initially it was drop us a line and i think that sounds so stupid so then we went to send, send us an email See, email is very important to me. I just figured it out. <laughs> You're just learning. <laughs> You're, You're back in 1993. at AOL.com. I didn't know where to put the stamps. 
<laughs> it is a Hotmail account I have. A- AOL. But Hotmail is good, too. Yeah, Hotmail was one that. of the originals. Oh, I do remember that. I had an earthlink.net one back when I was younger. I had an MSN. Oh, I feel like MSN still exists, doesn't it? No. I no. thought it was a neurological disease. Ooh. Multiple sclerosis network. <laughs> network. Mm-hmm. What? Um, you know what else you can listen to? Our Rupee Podcast. Our Rupee Podcast is the where it's at for televised drag competitions. Mm-hmm. We are currently uh, discussing the uh, the uh, enigma, the enigma of All Star Season Six. Oh yes, it is a mystery. Who's going to win? We don't know. Uh, also, who's who's going to lose? Uh, definitely, definitely Eureka, hoping, fingers crossed. I have, uh, $75 on the line here, okay? I made a bet. <laughs> for who Just to kidding. win? No, not for who to win. We, Jan. We're doing like a, no. Jan to see, baby. She's getting eliminated next. No. Uh, it's I time. can already feel it. It's time. It's time, girl. I literally hate both of you and the podcast is over. Okay. Good night, everyone. Well, we still have a couple more sponsors to go through. And by that, I mean one more. Um, Anyways, <laughs> that's our Rupee Podcast at ourrupeepodcast.com, our Rupee Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and send us an email at ourrupeepodcast at gmail.com. But we'd like to thank our O. G sponsor Economy Works. Economy Works. Mm-hmm. They are a freelance. Ooh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, the runs. <laughs> that was good. Is that... Mariah here? <laughs> that was better than any of the, the singing that we <laughs> did. <did. laughs> From her nervous breakdown era. <laughs> yes. Glitter. <laughs> So Economy Works is a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions or conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, EconomyWorks has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. EconomyWorks. When we work, the economy works! Find out more at EconomyWork. Find out more about EconomyWorks at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. Economy works. Yum. See, that's there what we do. Is. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing. Um, but uh, oh, we now have there to tell are cats looking in the window. So at, when we're done with the podcast, we tell everyone to get spoopy with it. So you have to say it with us, right? Oh, okay. So we tell them all to get, get spoopy, spoopy with, with it. it. 